Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 127. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me as always, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. And the Vukani, Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Good morning, good morning. I'm That's glad right. I can make it today. It is the morning. It is the morning of Sunday, January 28th, 2018. Guys, it is the, the Sunday sports fans have all been waiting for. The day of the big game where many, many, many wings will be consumed and people argue there should be the day off tomorrow. That's right. It's Pro Bowl Sunday. Pro <sighs> Bowl Sunday. I'm so glad we made it, guys. We did it. You know, another year in the books. It's the Pro Bowl. It's the most important game. Would you say that without the Pro Bowl, there is no democracy, Tom? Absolutely. Yes. And that the Pro Bowl probably the most important it really isn't it is without question the most boring game of the year hands down hands down i'd rather watch cleveland take on any any other crappy team and instead of the pro bowl it is without question my least favorite game <laughs> period period and yeah. we've talked about Does it, many it make times. money no well i mean probably a little but not what they hope it does in orlando though right no. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> it does it does it does bring money to Orlando that was not here before. <laughs> in the in the way that one finds a penny in the parking lot of a Walmart. <laughs> hey, look at that. All right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm one cent richer. <laughs> I mean, without the Pro Bowl, that stadium um could, you know, just sit there for another week until there's another like monster jam or something else. <laughs> Instead, now we have a Pro Bowl and oh boy. <laughs> is there is there anything you're looking forward to in this year's Pro Bowl, Tom? Yeah, not watching it. <laughs> but Tom, how will you be able to um uh know the great sporting events of the I what's the advantage of the Pro Bowl, Tom? The guys who aren't in the playoffs anymore get to play an extra game and come to Disney World for free? I don't know. Is that really an advantage, or is that like a congratulations on not doing well? Like, does I don't anyone... know. I, you know, they say it's it's for the fans. It's a great game for the fans. They get to see all the best guys in one place. No, you don't. No, you don't. Half the best guys that are still playing in the playoffs aren't playing in this game. They get, they get named to the team, and then they say, ah, I don't want to play. Like, have you seen the TV commercials for the Pro Bowl? Of course. How do I miss them? They're okay. literally played every well, they 13 show, seconds. I, it's hilarious because they show all the other, all the guys in the commercial are wearing their Pro Bowl uniforms from years past, right? Except right. Tom then, Brady, who's in his regular Patriots jersey because the guy <laughs> is so deep in the playoffs every year, he never goes to the Pro Bowl. He gets elected but, but every year, but he never shows up because he's still busy playing. Or, or let's be honest, he wasn't gonna go in the first. No, place. yeah, even even if the Patriots got knocked out two weeks ago, he wasn't going. No, I, I like the concept of the Pro Bowl. I think overall, it's kind of pointless, though. 
Um, I, I actually, I was a little disappointed because I was busy yesterday. I didn't get a chance to watch the skills challenge, which is what I think any all-star game should only be is a skills challenge. I have no desire or want to see any actual version of the game. Mm. The skills challenge though, I'm always excited about. Yeah. Well, and then the NFL has been doing everything it possibly can to milk the shit out of this week. Did you see Thursday night CBS had a most, what do they call it? Most valuable performer special where they had yeah, NFL the players, MB, NFL players played like music or did like it was like a talent contest. It was a talent. It's it's literally a talent show. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised they didn't dig up Ed McMahon's body and have him host it like Star Search. <laughs> and now the corpse of Ed McMahon. <laughs> Standing there, just staring into the camera dead. Do you think it might be because we're a little bitter that our teams always end up getting great representation in the Pro Bowl time? No, I'm not. I don't give a crap. It's it's for mm. it's for the players. It's so that they can get the bonuses in their contracts. That's all it is. There's no there's you can't blitz in the Pro Bowl. It's all nope. passing. It's basically touch football, which would be more fun to watch. If they took the pads off and had the guys play a touch football game, well, that's different. That's something we don't usually see. Do that. Just don't do it on the beach because somebody will tear their ACL. Oh, which I has happened that poor before. Dude's name. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a young guy too. That was his like first cur- like move in the NFL was to shred his ACL into ribbons. Yeah, he did like a charity. It was like, okay, the week leading up to the Super Bowl, uh, the last time it was in Tampa, and maybe it wasn't here, but in another place, when it's in a warm place with a beach, there's usually a charity beach football game uh, involving some current NFL players, some former players, and some celebrities, right? And during that game, one of the current players blew out his ACL. (laughs) I don't think he ever played football again. Uh, he did. I think he might. Uh, he played a few more years. I can't remember who it was. It was somebody who was fairly famous at the time. Yes, that much I remember. Well, that sucks for him. Yeah, but I mean, it made for great television. I it guess. wasn't even on TV. <laughs> it's hard to take you seriously when you're still eating your Cheerios. By the way. <laughs> Like your anger is palpable, but also so is your brand wheat. Like <laughs> it's a bagel today. Oh well, uh, I thought I was doing a better you, job of hiding it in my extra cheek. chewy. <laughs> hiding it in your cheek. Yeah, I thought I was doing a better yeah. job of that. I guess not. <laughs> like you the mighty sound squirrel. like a um, like it's on a seven second like cussing delay. <laughs> <laughs> but just for you only. Yeah, for me only. All right, we'll put this aside for a minute. But uh, no, <laughs> I mean, we've I said it before. The Pro Bowl is the most pointless of all of the professional all-star games. And we've also yes. got, speaking of, the NHL all-star game going on in Tampa this weekend. Oh, my God. I actually forgot. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, the game is stop? today or tonight. Can we, can we stop pretending that the NHL is not a, a, a sport? Can we, can we go back to the big four, please? Is that well, so I mean, terrible? It exists. It is It is one of the big four. It's just because ESPN doesn't carry the games live, they don't, consi- they don't cover it. <laughs> I'm just, can we, can we stop with this? Can we, can we go like, back? Dude, if you, watch, to- if you watch NBC Sports Network or Fox Sports 1, they all cover hockey. 
It's just ESPN. Oh, wait, Fox Sports does? Yeah, they don't carry the games, but Fox Sports 1 does cover hockey. Then there's hope, because if Fox Sports covers hockey, and Disney now owns 99.9% well, of Well, not Fox, yet. <laughs> not yet, but soon. Well, they, they will. Um, ergo, <laughs> ESPN will have to cover the NHL again, because it's a Disney-owned property. Mm. No, because Fox still does not carry games. Oh, God damn it. Well, we almost got there, boys. We almost did. It was close. It was very close. It was. It was. Well, can, I, I, can we talk about something that's a little bit more important to me? <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Well, this will give you time to eat your bagel. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> the Baseball Hall of Fame ah, uh, yes. announced its its uh, newest inductees, which is sad because they still haven't acknowledged that there is a sports hell, and uh, they haven't con- uh, added our condemnees yet, which is disappointing because I think we worked hard on that list. So you give and you take. Did, but, we, uh, did we work hard on that? it? Can you name all the guys that are on it? Um, No, because we actually... <laughs> you know, it, you you remove their names from history, Tom, so that they oh, don't. Oh, is that get what it. it is? Shut it's up! It's like a reverse right. quantum leap. Have Have you considered just shutting your damn mouth, <laughs> letting me have this? <laughs> we'll just read it off the plaque that you guys made. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. See, Chris is the, Chris <laughs> is I mean, an idea it man. Shouldn't it just be there. <laughs> but anyway, 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 we had some new inductees and. A few of them are very near and dear to my heart. Um, Chipper Jones, now a member of the Hall of Fame. Uh, Trevor Hoffman. Um, who else am I missing aside from the big one, which I was going to get to? Jim, I, I feel Jim like Tomey. Jim Tomey, thank you. Another one who actually mm. uh, has a, a, a good uh, place in the heart. Yeah, But for me in particular, uh, it is Vlad Guerrero got in. And that's awesome. Vladimir you know Guerrero, why awesome. the former. You know why that's awesome? Yeah, I know why it's awesome. Go ahead. Tell everyone why it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So Vlad Guerrero is a former West Palm Beach Expo, and I used to be a bat boy slash equipment uh, person uh, for the West Palm Beach Expos, and uh, I got to play video games with Vlad Guerrero in a story that I've probably told on this show a dozen times, so I won't <laughs> bother again. <laughs> but for me, this is actually a really big Hall of Fame, and it's not just because I personally know one of the inductees. This is all of those guys are people from my uh, from my youth, from my time watching the game. They are all very much members of baseball as I know it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we're at the age now where that's what's happening. Those guys we saw play are now going into the Hall of Fame. Next year, it'll be Mariano Rivera. Um, interestingly enough, and if I can if I can rain on Rick's parade a tiny bit, guess what hat Vlad Guerrero is going to wear in the Hall of Fame? He'll probably wear his Angels hat. He is. He will be, I think, the first player to wear the L.A. Angels hat in the Hall of Fame. Well, he could be the last player to play to wear the Montreal Expos hat, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So does that does that crown you as the if you've never had any player in the Hall of Fame, does that make you the worst team 
in existence. Well, the Angels have had Hall of Fame players. It's just that the guys the guys get to choose, or the Hall of Fame chooses which hat they wear. The and Hall of usually, Fame, somebody who doesn't even, they don't, why do no, they get to choose? The guys because have, they the guys have the input. Together? They, can stay, they can say what they want, but the Hall of Fame will ultimately decide. And generally it's based on where they had their peak years or where they played the longest or where they were most known for playing. So with with the Angels, Guerrero played longer, I think, in, in L.A. than he did in Montreal. Um, but he had his peak years, arguably, his last couple in Montreal and then the first few in L.A. So, so it could have gone when is, um, when is somebody going to, from Orlando, the Orlando Magic, going to get put in the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Fame board decides that they have to wear an Orlando Magic uh jersey well in basketball the busts don't have uh jerseys football same thing it's just a bust of the guy baseball is unique in that the guys are sculpted in uniform uh wearing their hats Mm. oh so you're you're truly immortalized that's kind of awesome yeah yeah like you're you're immortalized as if you were during your playing days it's not like what you looked like when you got in oh okay all right cool so it's like that very nice yeah yeah, but um, so, I, I don't like, think. What, what if somebody just decides to go and chip off the hat and you know change <laughs> to a to do a quick you know, change? He like, like you know, oh, he's not that guy anymore. Yeah. Like, out. like, what's the logo for the L.A. Angels exactly? It's an A, A with a So what, what should he change it to? An E. If it was the Expos, <laughs> how do you, if it was the Expos, no, it would be a e red, white, and blue M. Oh well, Ooh, yes, that's, yes, that's difficult. The Montreal M. That's a very good point, Thomas. Well, Which well, I didn't know was an M until I was like 20 years old. I didn't know yeah. what the hell that was. I thought it was something in French. Then I was like, is that E I R? What does that mean? Like it all, because it, it's in three different colors. It looks funny. <laughs> you got a funny oh, looking yeah, hat, that boy. Is, that is, that looks good. Like JB, actually. I didn't see you looked it up, didn't you, Chris? Yeah, it looks yeah, weird. Like, it's very that's, strange. That, you can't that's turn an A to that. And that's, no. that's some expert like chiseling. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you brought a sculptor with you, you probably could, but you'd get just caught, bring, I think, all the equipment. You bring one of the lids. You bring one of the, uh, you, you bring like a, like the tent that you put over a house when it's getting fumigated. Oh, and you yeah. just put that over the top of the whole damn thing. That's one way to do it. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm a genius. You're a, you're a something. All right. Yeah. That's for sure. Wait, that wasn't a positive <laughs> statement. <laughs> Wait a minute. Something dis- disparaging has been said about me. No, whatever do you mean, sir? I, I feel as though I'm being disparaged. <laughs> so we did have some other guys who fell just a tiny bit short uh, that will likely get in next year. Uh, Edgar Martinez fell a few votes short, about 5% shy. Um, next year is his last year on the ballot. It l- looks like he'll probably get in. Um, Mike Messina... Uh, who's gained a bunch of votes the last couple of years, uh, despite and not wait. having oh sorry not having the traditional you know three hundred career wins or whatever he's got like two seventy. Um, he'll he might get in next year. Um, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, fifty seven and fifty six percent, respectively. Uh, they've gained like I think it was two net votes this year. Um, so they've got some momentum because as new writers get into the Writers Association, uh, they are more forgiving of the whole steroid thing. Um, but 
it looks like they won't make it. They won't get enough votes by the time their 10 years on the ballot are up. Um, the and other, after, the other guys after who, that, yeah, well, I was going to say after, after that we're done, right? Like we're good. Like they can go in later or something. Well, the veterans committee has a chance to put them in later. Yeah. It's, that's something that might happen. Um, you know, it's going to need to happen for people like Sammy Sosa, maybe if they decide that they want him in or Scott Rowland, uh, who looks like he's not going to get there. Um, Fred McGriff, I think has, oh no, he's still on the ballot, but he's likely going to have to be a, he had no steroid allegations by the way, but he's got 500 home. But he had, he had one of the worst nicknames of all time. The crime dog. That's not a bad nickname. He's the, he's the crime dog. Fred crime dog. Yeah. Do you remember the commercials when we were kids for McGruff, the crime dog, the animated dog in the trench coat? Yeah. Okay. So his name is McGriff. So people called him the crime dog. That is, I, hmm. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, okay, so, like, in general, like, it should be an easy reference, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's something be, everybody should just know. You know. Like, a personality trait or how they play, something they do after they win. D- does he, does he take a bite out of something after he hits it? No, no, it's does not he, a, it's not a nickname weekends, he like, pursued. Control? Yeah, that. But you know, though, I mean, like, he ran with it, though, right? He 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 embraced it. Well, he didn't. He didn't tell them not to. Uh, I'll I'll put it that way. I don't think he was like, yeah, call me that. But I don't think he told anyone not to. It wasn't like Doug Martin of the Bucks and the Muscle Hamster nickname, where he's like, don't call me that. He was very quiet, man. Very workmanlike, you know (laughs) that sort of thing. (laughs) Now, Rick, don't go, don't go implying things. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not implying anything. What would I be implying? I've Tom? heard quiet and workmanlike used to describe somebody else <laughs> who's been connected to horrible things. <laughs> I have certainly no idea what you could ever be talking about. <laughs> You're terrible. You're just a terrible yeah, person. You. But I agree with you, Chris. Yeah. I think nicknames like Halloween costumes should not have to be ex- over-explained. Yeah. Like, like it's got to be something that I can pretty easily recognize when i see you or hear it like oh i know why they say that you should be able to pronounce it you know like somebody who's born basically after 1989 is not going to understand the you know yeah no there's still still around there's still radio spots and stuff with mcgruff but nobody born after 1989 listens to the radio right like (laughs) what baseball players have like the i don't know like who who has the 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 unsolved mystery nickname you know, like, or, or some other... Oh, like, wow. wow. You know. Chris anyway. dropping bombs over yeah. here. It's like, Joe, that's rescue terrible. 911 McGillicuddy. Like, right. that's not <laughs> working. <laughs> it's like, because he's always there dramatizing. <laughs> but, anyway. So, yeah. So, Baseball. Baseball these four guys are going in the Hall of Fame. I don't think anyone would argue that any of them is not deserving, except some 97-year-old guy that thinks closers shouldn't get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, God. I actually was driving home from a show last night, and uh, that was literally the topic of conversation. Was, I don't understand why anyone would get in for being a closure. All you got to do is show up, 
and, uh, you know, uh, throw the ball three times and you get a save next to your name. And by gum, I don't like it. I, I wanted to drive into a freaking telephone pole. It was so bad. Yeah, but that's like, by definition, a good player, right? Like one who shows up and performs. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. Like- Generally, the closer <laughs> is your best relief pitcher. He's there to save to, to save a win, get the last three outs of a win. Lock I mean, it down. So he's doing the job that's given to him. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, some some of the old purists are saying, you know, something to the extent of they should, you know, you shouldn't be given like a stat just for cleaning up everyone else's mess. Yeah, but that's because when think... they were kids, Mordecai Three Finger Brown pitched nine innings and pitched four <laughs> times a week. So yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, three yeah. finger Brown, such a great player from the from the old Pensacola um, um, Pensacola mustaches. Like seriously, yeah, one of the best. Like that's what that is. It's like, all right, well, Don Drysdale used to pitch three days a week. Like they only pitch every five days now. They should go the distance. Yeah, he you, pitched, man. Like, the game's twenty five miles an hour, right? Like yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly against only white guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't like all of this integration. It's right. making me feel weird about exactly, things. Exactly, exactly. It's just stupid. It's so unbelievably stupid. Now, there is some, the modern sort of sabermetric mathematician view that the save stat itself is misleading in terms of getting a lot of them does not necessarily make you a good pitcher and that your best reliever might be better suited to go into high leverage situations at various points in the game instead of only in the ninth inning. But that aside... The only, it's only one guy that saved more games than Trevor Hoffman did. And he's going in the Hall of Fame next year in his first year of eligibility. Well, he also, you know, just to bookend this segment and we'll move on. He also has the single greatest nickname of all time. And that is not a joke. Being he of the hammer of God. <laughs> is that what they called him? That's oh, you didn't awesome know about that? Name. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mariano Rivera is the hammer. Oh, Mariano. Oh, I I thought they just called him the Sandman because he Enter Sandman was his. Well, okay, walking song. But yeah, I I I like Hammer of God a lot better. Um, it was. I mean, Uncle Tony called him that. So what? What Uncle Tony says, we abide. Okay, but yeah, Hammer of God's a good one. Yeah, Um, that's a good Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony would call him the Hammer of God. Everyone would agree, and then we would move on with the day. Yeah, yeah, I'm alright with that. That's like that puts that puts fear in people. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> because it's the hammer them, of God. It doesn't make them fear like doing a misdemeanor. You know, like <laughs> fucking what? McGraw. Come on. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what? where that we what went down. We that? took What's a left turn. That's like that's a good nickname. You know, it's like it should be. <laughs> you don't say. But we went. We yeah. just went down an alley somewhere. Yeah, that, was, that got weird in a hurry, man. But anyway, All right. uh, so yeah, I don't think anyone will argue that, you know, Jim Tomey and his 600-plus home runs. And uh, I, Chipper Jones, like, Chipper Jones doesn't have any of, like, the counting stats that guy the old guys tend to look for. Like, he didn't hit 500 homers, he didn't get 3,000 hits, but he's the best switch hitter ever in terms of, uh, you know, his numbers and his longevity. And... You know, some guys just, they say, look like a Hall of Famer. Like, when you saw him play, you're like, yeah, that guy's going to the Hall of Fame. And Chipper definitely was that. And he was always very, you know, just very happy to be around. You, you looked at him, and he was clearly 
a, a, a positive individual. You could say his demeanor was quite, uh, quite chipper. Oh, oh. Wait, is his name is his name actually Chipper? No, it's Larry. It's Larry. <laughs> Um, which is Larry. funny. It's funny because he used to make fun of the New York Mets. Or he used to kill the Mets every time he played them. Yeah. So he named one of his kids Shea after Shea Stadium because he played so well there. And <laughs> when he got named to the Hall of Fame over the weekend, the New York Post's uh, cover story had a photo of him and it said, Go to Hall, Larry. <laughs> uh, and you know, one, one last thing and then we'll move on. Um, one of the few guys who, yes, you didn't hear a lot about him, but you never heard anything, never heard anything negative about him at all. Chipper Jones played the game, did his job, was a good ball player. So, <sighs> all right, Tom, we've, um, we've avoided this long enough. <laughs> oh God. We, um. We should probably discuss the happenings over the weekend, over the week. Well, that's kind of what we do here. And in but, the words, in the words of, of the man behind this next story, welcome to the XFL. <laughs> that's right. The XFL is coming back in 2020. Maybe. Maybe. But, well, okay, we we promise, we swear. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get you that vote. Just keep voting for my shit first. <laughs> so, Vince McMahon and his uh his new company was it called Alpha Alpha Entertainment or Alpha Sports Entertainment? Yes, that's the answer. Just yes, sure. Doesn't matter. They announced this no. week they're bringing back the XFL. Um, no gimmicks, and so no. No scramble for the kickoff. No, no fair catch rule. No, no cheerleaders at all. Nope. Scantily clad or otherwise. It's going to be family friendly, Chris. You don't even get it, all right? It's family friendly, all right? Chris, not for people what, like you. What do, I mean, are cheerleaders so unacceptably, I don't know, like, not family friendly? Well, when the XFL was first around, they dressed the cheerleaders even with even fewer clothes than the NFL cheerleaders wear. And you got to go into their locker room at halftime. Oh, yeah. They had cameras in the locker room at halftime, which it was on NBC. So, of course, like you had to be a moron to think you were, there was going to be anything interesting about that. Um, you but to, yeah, you have to be a moron to think there's going to be any inter anything interesting about the XFL too. You're like, right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. So the initial plan is uh, eight teams, ten game season. Uh, they plan to play. I, this this is what makes no sense to me. Well, this is yeah. one of the many things that makes no sense about this. <laughs> is they're going to start the season in January, which is in the middle of college football bowl season and the NFL playoffs two things that will draw more audience than the XFL and they're going to play on Sundays so they're so they're going to go up against the NFL like literally compete head to head with them which makes right. zero sense like go get your audience that's football obsessed when there's no other football on TV that was the, the one thing they did right about the XFL <clears throat> The first time around, which was, we're not going to start until after the Super Bowl. 
everybody's all jacked up about football and then the NFL season ends, we're going to start right then so that you can still get your fix. That made sense. Made, made perfect sense. It was, it was a good idea. It was a reasonable one. Yeah, it was just the rest of that thing was a mess. Right. It was poor football, and nobody wants to watch poor football. Yeah, which and like no one knew you. if it was pro wrestling or football because like, there was so much spectacle and or shit, like weird nicknames on the jerseys. and uh, The XFL the first time around was a disaster, and this looks like it's going to be the same kind of thing. But here's the thing. The XFL the first time around was a disaster, but it was a glorious disaster. It was the, <laughs> well, kind the first of, week it was. Oh, it was the kind of thing that you sat and you marveled at. You're like, look at this piece of shit. This is incredible. Like, <laughs> what a piece was, of shit this is. It, was uh, it at least entertaining? Yes, of course. Much of the okay, same way well, Batman then, v Superman was entertaining. Like, okay, so I forgot. Let's how how did how did WWF used to rank up with or or compete with WCW and whatnot or vice versa? Like, because you know, in the nineties, in the nineties, during what is um, lovingly referred to as the uh, Monday Night Wars, uh, the main source of everything uh, was what Vince Russo, who was one of the major heads of all of this, would call Crash TV. The idea being that. Um, anything can happen at any time, anywhere, and they were going to be the people who brought it to you. So any kind of insanity can happen at any time, um, and that was sort of why you tuned in. Like, oh, shit, what's going to happen next kind of stuff. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, but did WCW have a show on at the same time as WWE? They ran right next to each other. You wow. would turn on, yeah, you would turn on Monday Nitro at uh, eight. Monday Night Raw uh, would start at nine, or um, was it seven and nine? But at one point, Nitro went to three hours uh, when they thought they could be untouched, and Raw went was only doing two. But yeah, they they ran at the exact same time. There was a time uh, for wrestling fans where all you had to do was switch channels, and you could just watch wrestling all night long. Okay, and did it work? Like, who, oh, who won those wars? You know, like... Um, WCW won them forever until, interestingly enough, um, uh, Mick Foley won the uh, championship in a pre-tape match. And it's kind of one of these, um, like, kind of hilarious footnotes in that when Mick Foley wins, it was pre-taped, so WCW spoiled it, thinking that that would get fans to not tune in. Uh, the exact term was, wow, Mick Foley won. I guess that'll really put some butts in seats. Oh, wait a second. And, so this was in WWF had Mick Foley win, and WCW right. spoiled the surprise to try and sink them. Right. Got because it. Okay. it was pre-taped. Yeah. So what happens is everybody who's been watching Monday uh, Nitro, WCW, for years and weeks and months, who had been killing it in the ratings, said, there's no way McFoley is going to be named the W who's mankind, who is Cactus Jack, all of the other names in history that he's been. So everybody flipped over to see it happen. Oh, really? And okay. sure enough, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and people never tuned. And that was it. That was how it ended. No one. ever. So I guess, though, back. it's like, I guess my question is like, what? So it, it can be done. Sure, have, you can you can it. run a football promotion up against, but the WCW and WWF, WWE, the that was not 
what this is. Like, this is football, a new league running up against the single most dominant television force, period. Agree or disagree, Tom? Um, In terms of sports, yeah, it is. Um, Even though the ratings are down 17% this year. No, the ratings. Yeah. Um. Yes, it is. It is the most popular sport on television for sure, and it's it's different in that WCW at the time also had personalities people liked and knew of. So it True. wasn't like like the NFL. If you think of professional football players, the only ones you can name are in the NFL. The XFL is not getting any of those guys. Is there not enough money? Exactly, they're not going to be able to pay those guys to lure mm-hmm. them away. So they've got to figure out some other way to get people to want to watch the, the cast-offs they're going to have. And so it's going to be different in that there, there won't be an immediate, like, I got to watch this factor. Whereas if you wanted to, if you were a Sting fan in the 90s, the only place you could see Sting right, you could see, was WCW. Yeah. You had to go to Nitro. Right. You couldn't see him on Raw. And it was a big deal when a big name would jump ship and all that other stuff. But this is, again... The only people who are leaving the NFL or not joining the NFL are the people who just aren't good enough. No one is going to look at this product that Vince McMahon is going to peddle and say, that's the future of the industry. It's wow. just, unless, they're, unless they're dealing out hundreds of millions of dollars to players, which I suppose they could. Well, here's the thing. That's, that, that's the problem is that right now Vince McMahon owns, will own, plans to own all eight teams. The league will mm-hmm. own all eight teams, so he's not inviting other investors. He's only put up a hundred million of his own money. So this league initially only has a hundred million dollars. Now they're going to have to sell uh, television rights to somebody. Um, I don't know who because all the four EIB major radio network. That's the yeah, thing. Like, all four is... major networks already have the NFL. So like it, it's not like the first time around where NBC had lost the NFL and partnered up with the XFL so that they could have football. Like, it's not like that now. Everyone's got football. So they're going to have to find some other way to get this to people on television and not just the internet because that ain't going to suffice. And he plans to pay the players enough where they can only do this. They won't have to hold other jobs. And they're going to get bonuses for winning. Well, that's a big deal in an upstart football league. Like the arena no, league only no, no, no. pays I'm not, guys. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing about that. You're absolutely right. It's a big deal. I'm laughing about the the absolute insanity of all. Like this is this is akin to someone like a demagogue just saying that don't worry, baby, we're going to take care of you guys 100 percent of the time. You'll well, be fine. And that's like he's just just saying shit. Yeah, he is right now. And here's here are the two things that are are getting people a little uh, suspicious of the timing and motivation of all of this. And that is the first one: players will be forced to stand for the national anthem, and will not be given an opportunity to have any sort of platform for their own uh, beliefs or causes on the field. That that was made specifically clear. Right. It's basically what McMahon says is Democrat, Republican, independent. I don't care. Politics shouldn't shouldn't be part of it. We're here to play football. All right. Fine. Is that enough to draw a bunch of like you got to get that it, sweet, sweet mega it will, money. Chris. It will draw a segment of the population. It will draw That's what I'm saying, a, like, an audience, probably a smaller number of people than he's counting on. 
<laughs> but but here's the thing is is it, yeah. it, it obviously it was enough to drive people away well right? some, yeah. I mean, some the, I mean, it's, less it's never less one than factor. the president would have you believe but yes right some. it's never just one factor right let's um correlation is not causation always yes but so but is it enough let, let's say that a hundred percent of those people who don't watch anymore mm-hmm. it, it's because of this it's because of this but which is going to outweigh what their love for america i i hang their on, love hang on. for good football right i i bet you that if you took every one of those people who claimed and i don't even think they really did it but every every jackass who burned their season tickets every you know maga boy who threw their their jerseys on the ground and put them in one stadium to watch one of these xfl games i bet you you don't even fill the citrus bowl I, I, I would say you might fill the citrus bowl, but that's not enough to make it. But let's say you, yeah, exactly. It's not enough to keep it on TV, right? Or, well, right. But, but that's my, but that's that's entirely my point. Like the amount of people who wanted to bluster about this, and the amount of people who actually cared. Yeah. Very different. Amounts. Absolutely, I agree. Um, the other interesting rule is nobody with a criminal record will be allowed to play in the XFL. Well, then they're out, right? It doesn't that there's who the hell are you gonna get? Well. <laughs> That's what's interesting about this is that Johnny Manziel, who wants to play in the XFL, <laughs> who tweeted at Vince McMahon that he wants to play in the XFL, won't be allowed to play. So the one kind of name that they could get, they're already excluding. Um, the best part about it is when he tweets it, like Vince McMahon announces it, Manziel's Twitter is, uh, hey, Vince, XFL 2020. And then people just start subtweeting him Vince's exact words about having a DUI and yeah. not being allowed to play. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Which, I mean, okay, so this is is the point that's family friendly. I get it. Like, whatever. You know, it's Disney it. We can't. But, like, uh, the, like who, who's their target, target market? Is it only family? Exactly it, it is exactly what you think it is. It is exactly what you think it is. Because, I mean, like, what do they. It, I mean, isn't one of the principles of America, if you want to play that route, you know, making it great again, is the idea that you're allowed to make mistakes and come back from that and whatever. I mean, so whether or not somebody has a I mean, right. super philosophical, like if you've been convicted of something or you get, you know, some sort of criminal record, you should you and you pay your debt to society, you should be allowed to live your life and move forward. Right. Yeah. You just and can't play. So. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but there are people who who would rather take people who've been convicted of crimes and uh, throw them away forever and forget about them. Right. And that is that is also, again, not to get too hyper political here, but I mean, the whole point of this XFL is obviously to be political, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah. Yeah. That that is directed specifically at a very specific uh, part of the uh, world, like uh, of the United States, that they're, they're focusing entirely on, hey, we're not going to have those people, those criminals, so that you don't have to worry about your children watching them and being concerned. And any and all of the statements that you want to make about that, this is very, uh, what is the term? A dog whistle? Is that yeah. what applies here? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not trying to be uh, for that. I'm not trying to be an ass. Like, I think that's really what's happening. And uh, am I wrong? Am I well, right? I don't know. Here's wanna... here's uh, I'll let's let's uh, I will do a thought exercise here. 
Okay. Uh, I, I know of a player who has no criminal record who will likely not get a job, <laughs> will not get a job in the XFL. And do you know who I'm talking about? Um, I'm going to guess. And Chris, uh, well, Chris, do you want to guess first or would you like to guess second? Um, I'll go first. Go okay, ahead. Chris, go ahead. Um, shit, man. We haven't talked or I haven't talked about him in a while. It's the dude. The dude who played baseball. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tebow. No, he's 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 one, but he would definitely get a job. If oh, he he's wanted absolutely one. getting a job. He might be the only player in the XFL. Like honestly, <laughs> well then they'll stay alive, right? If he actually <laughs> makes it, his fucking following will keep them alive. He just goes out on the field, stands there for five and a half hours. They play <laughs> like the just, national anthem twice, and he just says the pledge of allegiance over and over. <laughs> <laughs> in red, white, and blue uniform. <laughs> where is right. the name XFL again? Like you, there's, why nothing, there... there's nothing extreme about it. No, the yeah, name like, that the it's... name that Tom is talking about is Colin Kaepernick. Yes, it is oh. Colin Kaepernick, who has no criminal record, played football at a very high level, is well known, and is not getting invited to an XFL training good, camp because he's got because how dare he have a stance? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. A stance that a stance that might make a certain segment of the population very uneasy, no less. <laughs> yeah. There's no way the Colin X- Kaepernick's getting a phone call from the XFL. And and Chris makes a really great point here too. What does the X even stand for anymore? Uh, yeah. yeah, if it's not extreme, then what is it? X organized football players. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, the X football league is what it is. Someone it's the football league you don't want to go back to, but you think it might be better this time. I will say this, and, and he might have, he might, <laughs> Thanks, he might if he did this, he might have a chance at getting a little bit of talent, which is if he goes after, and, and this is not my thought, I saw someone post this on Facebook, and I thought it was an interesting idea. If he goes after football players who don't have the grades or the desire to go to college after high school, but they're excellent football players, and there are some, because... Some of those guys end up in the NFL through open tryouts later, or they end up in the arena league or wherever. He might be able to get some of those guys. The question is, does yeah. he want 18 year olds playing in the XFL? Well, they don't have a criminal record, right? <laughs> yeah. They may not have a criminal record. <laughs> and uh, they're going to stand for the national anthem, right? So then probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. No, no social uh, commentary necessary. So we're two years away from this supposedly happening. Which is also an interesting timing mechanism, isn't it, Tom? Uh, I, I mean, I, and that I don't get. I don't understand what you're getting. I know what you're getting at, but I don't understand how there is a correlation that the XFL is going to launch the year of the next presidential election when um, this has nothing okay. to do, and that Trump has no direct involvement with this. Okay, so explain this to me, because other people have said this, and... I don't get the the insinuation. What is what is the obvious thing that's happening here with the XFL? Yeah, the okay, color we, scheme, the uh, sure, the whole we, yeah. yeah. All right, we get that that he's 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 going after that segment of the population that tends to that would tend to vote for the president. Okay, so again, would, what would, does that have to do with? Would this not be the best time? To, you know, when they're all zhuzhed up one hundred percent. 
to get them interested in maybe buying season tickets to okay. really prove I how see. patriotic they are. All right. So, all I, right. So then I, I I'm that. misunderstanding the connection. The connection you're trying to make is that Vince is doing this to make money off of the excitement around the presidential race. And he's not doing this to help Trump get reelected. Oh no. I, I gotcha. think one may. All right. One I was thinking, money. The other. I was thinking that people were looking at it the other way. So now I get it. Now I get what you're saying is that people are going to be already excited about Trump 2020 and being at the rallies and all that stuff. They'll be sort of, so they'll want to support this cause, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a group of people who, as soon as they find out the libtards are triggered about something, start buying really dumb things uh, to prove points. True. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, but season you know, tickets ain't cheap, man. And like, <laughs> it, it's, that doesn't matter. And a, and a big in a big segment of the the um <laughs> marginalized votership of Ooh, our current president, Christopher, can't afford season tickets to anything. Arena football, let alone fucking XFL football, right? Uh, I mean, isn't that wasn't yeah. that a big? Uh, I mean, that won't stop them. No, I mean, yeah, we we're <laughs> a debt ridden country after all. Um, yeah. they'll they'll figure something out, man. They'll get it I done. So. I mean, that's a super faith. conspiracy theory ish. I maybe they'll just watch, not necessarily buy season tickets. I mean, like maybe what 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 station is this going to end up on? Um, we have no clue. None. Like my, my <laughs> UPN or something, or I don't even know what the hell's out there. Oh, anymore. I don't think UPN wants anything to do with this or whatever they're called now. That's the thing. I don't. I don't, I don't see a place where this is going to go. Right, exactly. Like on television, I don't see anybody who's going to air this. Somebody well, I mean, will. Why would they? Someone what, what will. What station but... does the KKK typically watch? Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is there some sort of the, like... Put the nail to the is head. Is it channel like hammer. 98? You know, know. On there's, the, no, uh... there's no Nashville network anymore, so it's not oh, that. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea where this is going to find a home on television. The internet's easy. Like you'll you'll be able to right. find it on the internet, no problem. But the television is a whole other thing. Um, all right, so we look forward to two years from now the launch do of the XFL. Hey, do, do you think? We? Do you think? Let me ask this: Do you think we'll be able to get media passes to the first game? <laughs> Not if they listen to the show. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys can. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. oh man, Chris, Chris is on. Fire today. I mean, let's get real here. Yeah, well, Charlie ain't getting too, anything. Not, they can't Whoa. look too much into my past. <laughs> like Tom's gonna have to. Tom's gonna have to be our registered white guy. Oh, Tom, no. get in there. I'm a little. I'm oh, a little too right. swarthy. I think. If you're like, what's your name? Again, your last name again, sir? <laughs> Let me Alexander. Oh, Catholic. Come on. <laughs> what about you, Sussman? Oh no no no. No no. Ends in man. No. No. Nope. No. Nope. Like you, I can't even spell your last name. It's two letters, man. <laughs> like Jesus, <sighs> mercy. All right, so let's move on. We have another quick sports story that uh, we didn't get. Do we to have last to move week. on? I'm really enjoying. This. Oh, I know, I know. You were texting me later in the week, just saying we could do a whole show on this, and yeah, we could, we could, we could. We could. We so what's Orlando's team name going to be? Well, we don't even know where the teams are going to go. Everyone's assuming Orlando's going to get one. 
because we're the biggest market now without an NFL team. But no, he hasn't said where these teams are going to go, what stadiums they're playing in. Nothing. What sort of sleep? crazy Orlando thing can we can we like really rally behind and, and well it's got to be it's got to be something the mega folks will be interested in so it can't be rich. yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta keep your core audience happy the, the Orlando Orlando guns <laughs> um, <laughs> the Orlando hoods yeah okay um, I don't think we're going that far <laughs> how about the Orlando? it was the rage the first time yeah I, that ain't I happening think... now no okay, that's not family friendly that's not family friendly. Oh yeah, we got to keep in mind family friendly, right? So what is? I'm I'm serious, man. It's just going to be a collection of very, uh, you know, like you can't use the word patriots. Yeah. So you just got to go. Orlando, they're going to be know. like the Orlando Braves or the Orlando Nationals or. Yeah, like, yeah, and then it's going to be like the Memphis like the Nationals, the Americans. The, yeah. Um, the Federalists. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's find the um. Every iteration of like the Captain America knockoffs from like yeah, the nineties, exactly. Like the shields, exactly. <laughs> you know, like... the stars, the stripes, yeah, the bars, just every version. <laughs> yeah, how many? There'll be a team called flag? the Rebels, the Mobile Rebels, probably. Mobile. Uh, anyways. Yeah, that's for another time. I think if you have cool ideas for XFL team names, you should or email terrible them. ones. Yeah, terrible, terrible ones. ones. Those are good too. Yeah, you should email them to us or or leave them on our voicemail three two one seven six XFL in Orlando. <clears throat> yeah, there you right. go. Yeah, there you go. Hashtag XFL in Orlando. Let's get that started. <laughs> There's already a newspaper columnist here that's arguing that Tim Tebow should be the quarterback. Of the Orlando team, should Orlando? Uh, I mean, objectively speaking, that that is that's a. Good if you're point. looking to put butts in the seats, yes, yes. If you're looking to win football games, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, again, these are I guys mean, who are not everybody going else to be good football be players. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. If, it, if it's against the guy that was driving a beer truck last week, exactly. I got I'd some white walls Tebow. coming. Three weeks in a row, everybody. I've been able to make it a major league uh, reference. Three yeah. weeks. Yeah, I think I think we've now I think we've we've reached the end of that. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on. Chris is here this week. We didn't get to this last week. We'll move on to the fight sports and uh, John Bones Jones not letting things go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we let go of him? It's not just him not letting go, right? Like it's it's two hands that are clasping one another. It. We just need to let this guy go. Like. It, he, he he passes a polygraph to prove his innocence that he didn't take any you know dick pills or whatever. Well, that's was. the thing. Yeah, he's he's saying the, the polygraph test proved he didn't intentionally take the right? performance so, enhancing drug. Not that he didn't take it. it it's it, and plus, like, isn't the whole thing if you you can beat a polygraph because it's nothing more than physiological changes that you know if you're answering a question but in your mind you're thinking something else then right. it, or if then you believe what you're reaction. saying then right like oj you know like that dude believes he didn't kill two people with a knife it, the law proved otherwise um, <laughs> no no the know, law also proved he didn't do it remember oh that's true the civil <laughs> case i get uh, well damn it <laughs> well civil courts indicate that he had some he responsibility. <laughs> right. Um, so, 
and, and Daniel Cormier. I, it's you know, I, I want so much to like the guy. Like we we should like him, right? Like he's yes. the he's the all undisputed... he's done is win. All he's done is win clean. Yeah, win clean, beating cheaters and whatever. But like for some reason, like I. Why does nobody like him? All like, right. so wait, is so it because explain of the Jones to people thing? what happened? There's Jones took the polygraph. He was stripped of his title and it was given to Cormier, correct? Yes. All right. And so, Cormier and now Cormier, right. Cormier defended it last week. And Cormier it, is like talking about Bones Jones. It's a, a very bit. dangerous fighter, no less. Um, defeating him in the second round. Um, and then somebody goes and asks him about like John Bones. Like, and his response is, John Jones took a polygraph test to prove his innocence, and I'm going to say this, Ted Bundy passed a polygraph test and then killed the effing guy that was giving it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty clever, right? Like, that's, that's, that's... Do you think he made that up on the spot? <laughs> yeah, he, probably. That's, that's, like, that's really good, you know? We all, um, we all get one. Yeah, right, right. Everybody gets one. <laughs> but it's just, it's like... Let's see. Jones, just I don't know. Are, are they going to create an XFL for him? Like, yeah, it's called Pride Fighting Finals? Championships or Bellator now. That's true. Yeah, which is actually it's very competitive. Um, but this, I don't know. Like I, I'm done with that guy. Like all the talent. <laughs> you're done, the you're done with Bones Jones, or you're done with Daniel Cormier. Uh, Jones, but I. Yeah, okay. that, that's about about Daniel Cormier. I. Do you like him, Rick? You're a little, you're you're a little bit of an MMA fan, not a huge MMA fan. Well, I, I mean, I oh, was definitely a bigger, I was a bigger MMA fan in the past. I, I have no. The problem with Daniel Cormier, which is what I think you're grasping at, is he is. I, this is going to sound really awkward, but it's the truth. He's Chris Benoit. He's Dean Malenko. He's a guy who is very solid and very good at what he does, but he doesn't ignite the passion while you watch him. So yeah, he's really quite good at being good, but on the same token, eh, you know, I could live without him. I would rather have a Bones Jones, a personality, a Conor McGregor, someone I can love to hate or hate but to love. Or... Like, if you've ever listened to Daniel Cormier, he's actually, he's a very charismatic, well-spoken guy. You know, but it's like, I, I, there's something about him that, it's like, like Chael Sonnen, you could tell he was just, he's playing it up for the camera. Like he's, he's doing his job as a heel, right? Right. Like, and Daniel Cormier tries to do that and tries to play it up for the camera, but it's like, stop trying so hard. You know, like it's, it's, it's over the top, but it's not over the top enough. So you just come across as like, like a douche. <laughs> and so. I don't know. Look, I, I, listen, I'm going to disagree because Daniel Cormier isn't taking polygraph tests to prove that he didn't take dick pills. So, I mean, I, I think it's time that we as fans give him the benefit. Like, all he's done is win. What more do you want from Daniel Cormier? How much more does he have to win for you? That's the thing is, like, I don't – it's not like I – I'm not speaking for everybody, but – Myself, like I, I respect him as the champion. He's he's very good. He's he's only his only two losses are to John Jones, right? Which, Which were both actually, vacated. I, actually, yeah, one was overturned, um, and uh, considered no uh, no contest. But like, I don't want to see him fight. I don't want to hear him talk. Like, I, I just 
Unless it's against John Jones, incidentally. But I don't know. Okay, but what but but how does how does that relate to the fact that Bones Jones taking a polygraph test, like why do you even care about that? Like where where is the positive there? It, like, why are you more even now upset about Daniel Cormier trying to talk shit, perhaps ill-advised or just not not well? Because I'd rather see John Jones as champion. Because despite that, there, cheating, there's the answer. Because, because despite cheating, I mean, like he he's a much more compelling character. You know, like it, it's he's also a cheating shithead. So maybe we shouldn't be so excited about him. <laughs> I, I guess so. I mean, he, yeah, he 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 was a. I don't know, like... Wait, what? <laughs> Chris, what do you want, dude? <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know how to convince maybe, you... Maybe I hate Steve Squad talent, and I always want to see them, like, is this, is this the hero story where they reach, reached rock bottom, and they turn themselves around, and, you know, and, and reinvent themselves, and come back, and win, and... and Who? Who's reinventing themselves? Bones Jones is a cheating fuckhead. We've got it's done. It's over. Maybe this is the rock bottom he needs. Maybe this what is rock, it. How many rock <laughs> bottoms does one man get? I mean, I don't know. How far can you go? Stop being a fanboy and analyze what is happening in front of you. I mean, like, I, I would say let's just stop short of murder, but he's kind of done that already. Too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> but anyways you 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 are being a fanboy you are being horribly irrational yes bones jones is the better uh personality the better competitor maybe the better any number of things he's still a cheating fuckhead yes that's but it. I still want to see him fight, Rick. Oh, Jesus. Like, Tom, get me out of here, go for God's sake. Like, on his, on his shield or on a sword or whatever the term is, not via <laughs> stupid polygraphs for dick pills. Like, this, like I get, he's only digging his own hole at this point, right? And it's so frustrating to see just something, just, just talent squandered away for cheating. And just this is hysterical. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating. This is, and this is the dilemma that UFC is facing right now. <laughs> like you got you and guys like you who still want to pay to go see John Jones fight, even though he's dirty as hell. Correct. <sighs> All right, my blood pressure is raising. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're having that internal struggle. <laughs> you know, I know what I'm saying. Is now we get to see the super fight between Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic, uh, which is which will be a good fight, right? Like I will go watch and enjoy it for the the pure competition of it. But it should really be John Jones there against. Oh man! So you have like volunteer firefighter Stipe against Mister Clean Daniel Cormier. There's nothing compelling about that. No, how dare they just be really good fighters? It's like watching two Boy Scouts fight each other. Oh, oh, who wants that? Who wants to see good fights with good people? Fuck them. <laughs> well, Vince McMahon does, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when does I mean, he you know, no criminal yeah. records. Uh... 
All right, it's let's cute. move on. It's cute watching Chris like try tie himself in knots, trying not to admit <laughs> things. Hey, that like, you hate, he I, hates that he loves yeah. Bones Jones. You know, you, that's Rick. You wanted somebody that you hate that you love. <laughs> sure. Not quite the same, but all right, whatever. Let's move on. All right, Done. we'll move on. It's time for the geek stuff, nerd stuff portion of the show. And uh, we had a little bit of a little bit of Marvel news this week. If you were keeping an eye on the Those Two Jerks Facebook page, which you should be, um, we got some of the first photos of Brie Larson in the Captain Marvel costume. Yeah. Did you yeah, guys take yeah, a look? Was... I did. I did. Yeah, Marvel. Yeah, I was like, it's very Cree, right? Like, right, with yeah. the green the uniform. Like, because usually she wears red, right? Instead sort of, of red, red and yellow and, blue and, and red, red, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this is like a black and green type thing, which I guess is like a throwback to like old school Marvel outfit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like so, the, the captain, like the Cree soldier guy, right? Is, I, I I don't remember him having like the sort of star though. No, he that that's all that that all is very reminiscent of of like Captain Marvel, um, especially from uh, the second reboot, I want to say, before he was like Galactic Marvel. That's all the crazy. Morrison, is it right? Or no? Uh, no, no, no. This is like um, in the, not the 90s, but the early 2000s. Early 2000s. Uh, either way, though, I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that this isn't even her final form. No, yeah. you're probably right. Um, and, and there's some... Speculation as to where these photos came from, if they're from the set of Avengers 4, or if they're from the set of Captain Marvel. Mm. So, who knows? Considering the Captain Marvel movie takes place uh, 20 years ago, and Avengers 4 does not. Yeah, how's that? Like, they would have to I age a, I, I actually have a, I have a theory about that. I think they're just going to find her in an ice cap. You think so? <laughs> they're just going to do something... the Captain America thing over again? Well, I mean, they're going into space. Like, everyone keeps mentioning, we're going into space, we're going into space. Bah, bah, yeah. bah, 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 bah. Um, so I think they'll just, not, not, maybe not an ice cap specifically, but, but like they'll find kind of her suspended. in a space drift somewhere. Yeah, it could be. There's also been some photos uh, taken from the set of Avengers 4 of uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and one of the other actors, and I can't remember who it is, but Chris Evans is wearing the cap suit from the first Avengers movie, and uh, it looks like... Tony Stark and the other character are wearing some kind of devices on their arms. There's speculation now that the fourth Avengers may involve time travel of some kind. Well, isn't the time gem? Is right. That I mean, it could be the time gem. It. Yeah. So perhaps that's how they encounter Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And bring her forward. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. And a, and a very, um, and a very all new X-Men style. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe they'll grab them too. Mm-hmm. Now that they I quickly can... write that in. <laughs> what it is is the end. The end credit scene will have um one one like Kitty Pride will just show up. The portal is just a little bit yeah. too open, and she like messes with it and space time and things. <laughs> yes, space time and corporate mergers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but so, that's where yeah, Unicron's so awesome, of... though, right? Like, <laughs> like, oh, Unicron, Unicron's, Unicron's beating is off awesome. at warp he's, seven. He's, like, right he's now. allowed one right, right decision every so often, right? <laughs> yeah, one of the heads is actually smart. Right, so he was actually, he, he got one. Good for him. Way to go, Unicron. 
We're all proud of you here at those two jerks. Wow. Well, I, I think it's fine. Like I, I'm in, it doesn't, I liked what I saw. I'm not against what, whatever it is that she's going to be. At, you know, uh, what do you want me to say here? Like, it's all positives, my yeah, man. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing offensive about this costume, um, and that is the thing that Marvel tends to do. They don't do any radical changes, you know, not like removing or adding Superman's underwear. <laughs> just coming. But that was a topic for last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um. <laughs> so yeah, nothing offensive about that. Um. So all right, another little tidbit from this week: the Oscar nominations came out. And some geek movies got some uh, some nods, including uh, some four, love. four nominations yeah. for Star Wars The Last Jedi, including another one for John Williams. That's 51 now. Um, but there was a comic book movie that we've talked about having a pretty significant Oscar campaign that uh, conspicuously absent. Yes, bizarrely so, given that it was one of the highest grossing movies yeah. of the year and one of the best received. So... And one of its cousins did get one somehow? <laughs> yeah. Also true. Yeah. The hell? So, yeah. So we're talking about Wonder Woman, which got uh, nothing, right? Am I right? Not even, not, not even like, nothing. not even art direction, not even editing. Costumes. Zero. Sound you know, effects. Like nothing. nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like, um, <laughs> Despite all of the Oscar buzz that Patty Jenkins was getting for Best Director earlier in the year, um, I don't think anyone expected it to be nominated for Best Picture or Best Actress or anything like that, but I think a lot of people were thinking that Patty Jenkins would get nominated. Um, but that movie came out in May, and what do we know about the Academy Awards? It's mostly they the only movies care about that what come out in the last two months. Exactly, exactly. Plus, Greta Gerwig was nominated for Best Director for Lady Bird, so, you know, they got their token female in there. Yeah, but I mean, they also nominated Logan for Best Adapted Screenplay. And I believe I, if I'm and not And that mistaken, came out in like February last year. Right. So you can't really make the argument anymore. Like, this God, is just it was a straight. that long ago? Yeah. Yeah. This is just a straight fuck you. Like, that's really it. Yeah, it but kind Suicide of is. Squad was also nominated for some nonsense. The year before, won. it won for makeup last yeah. year. Suicide Squad is an Oscar winning film. <laughs> yeah so unicron is evidently president of the academy now (laughs) because you know we gave you your token woman leave me alone there you go there's your day we got a dame up there you fucking cunts you're fine look at all the award nominations we gave to get out the oscars are not so white anymore there we go they're not gonna win nothing but you know whatever (laughs) look Wonder Woman deserved it. It was, it was phenomenal. It was genuinely really good. Cinematography, one of the, I mean, like something, anything, anything. Weird, like, uh, I don't even think it would have had to win. It just needed to be nominated. Yeah, well, exactly. That's that's the crazy part. You nominate Patty Jenkins. You nominate uh, the director of Lady Bird. And, and then you just don't give it to them. And then everybody's like, well, you know, they were at least nominated, and that's what matters. You know, only one person can win. And uh, the, 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 what was it? Three, um, what the hell is it? Three billboards outside of Memphis or whatever the hell the name of that movie is. That was really good. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. They couldn't even do that. Nope. Couldn't even do that. Nope. 
It's so, depressing. Yeah. So uh, uh, at last count, two DC movies have won Academy Awards. We mentioned mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. And then, of course, The Dark Knight. But none of the others. No. No. I, I don't get it. I genu- I was I was actually pretty upset about this. I thought Wonder Woman was on uh, fantastic on every level, and I don't know how they get away with this crap. That's what happens. It makes when me we mad. Art to a vote. Oh, look at you. Yeah, yeah. I said it. I said it. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it's it, but I said it. Art, all right, so we'll move on to some other ridiculousness from Hollywood, and that is: Did you guys see all the fucking reboots that have gotten pilots ordered for this year? Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't. But when you sent the list over, I kind of wanted to vomit. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> ridiculous. So we've got uh, CW ordered a pilot for a reboot of Charmed, uh, okay. the tip of the iceberg. We've got ABC ordering a pilot for a female-led reboot of The Greatest American Hero which we've talked about that's been in the works for a while. Um, then CBS orders pilots for reboots of Magnum P.I. and Cagney and Lacey. Which, and, I mean, like, there's no way they can look at that and say that's going to make money. I, but this, well, is, this, is, this is the thing, guys. This is the new... So, like, for years, it's been superhero everything. Yeah. But then now it's like, well, now it's the superhero everything. train, that, you know, that's kind of fading away. So we got to do what, what's working in Hollywood. Oh, we're redoing movies that have been done a hundred times. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to do that on television now. And if you look at and CBS is also bringing back Murphy Brown with the original cast. That's the crazy. Like, well, yeah. that's because that's because Will and Grace has done well for NBC. The X-Files did well for Fox. Roseanne is coming back like these sequel series. These limited runs as a sequel to old shows are working. Um, these reboots it's hit and miss. Like CBS had, has had some success with their MacGyver reboot, which I could see why that would make them want to order Magnum PI and Cagney and Lacey. That's two of their most iconic shows. And that is the network of police procedurals. Like you yeah, can't, that's, that's true. Like if I you mean, look at CBS, it's like but, big bang theory and cop shows. And that's <laughs> it. Hey, <laughs> Like it's it's we, the, it's the Sheldon and Cops Network. That's all it do, is. Do shows with shticks like this? And Grinji, this is also coming from the guy who just doesn't watch television beyond basically the the four Netflix superhero shows. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> ironically, do do shows with shticks like Magnum PI? Do this still work? I mean, like it's a it's a private our eye show. It audience works. so jaded now for just silly shit like that that like. There's no way it's going to work, right? Like, I mean, not like in that exact form. I mean, if you've watched the new MacGyver, it's slightly different from the original. Um, you also have to look at it's about who watches network television now. And uh, there's a lot of retirees. Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> who's watching? Yeah, that's, a that's lot. Who I would CBS. Watch yeah. Watch this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you've, you know, our generation is a lot of cord cutters and the one behind oh. us even more. So. Yeah. Well, they never had cable in the first place, right? <laughs> right. So they couldn't afford it. You know, so they've got a program for the people who are watching. Now, granted, these are just pilots. The network could see these pilots and not order them to series. That happens the a lot. Um, remember the remember the Wonder Woman pilot that NBC ordered several years ago? It was really good, Tom. Ah, it 
was it was it existed. It was a thing that happened <laughs> that you can find on YouTube there. if you really want to. Um, so this happens all the time. These pilots and and they don't go to series. NBC ordered. They had the the Munsters remake pilot that they didn't order, but they ended up putting it on television as a movie, um, which was oh god awful, really. <laughs> um, Jerry O'Connell as uh, we... <laughs> Herman Munster and. Eddie Izzard as grandpa. It was weird. Did um this this one's interesting. Charmed? Yeah. Did that leave so many unanswered questions? <laughs> <laughs> it was a story about three hot witch sisters solving witch crimes. Well, and then they but, added but, a fourth when one of them wanted more money. Yeah. Oh, but it's also <laughs> it's also to me, like I'm looking at the charmed reboot and I'm seeing the Sabrina. Um, the the Sabrina like Dark yeah. Sabrina. So stuff that's coming, coming in Netflix though. The Dark Sabrina. Well, show. yeah, yeah, but I, Dark I mean, Sabrina having... like like Teenage like, Witch. Yeah, well, you know how yeah. like Riverdale is like the but, Dark like, Archie stuff. show, and that's a massive hit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to do that with Sabrina. Is the I, I see that as this is why it's happening is is Riverdale begot Sabrina, which is going to beget a new Charmed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Riverdale's one of the biggest shows on CW a, right now. That's not a like DC a show. Two or something out there, right? That's not a comic, or that's not a a, a comedy. Yeah. There's a t- there's a Teen Wolf that is. Yeah. Um, that's uh, like, I think that's ending this year or just ended its run, but it's been on MTV for several years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody had told me that, and I was. I thought it was like a joke, and they're like, "No, no, no! It's like werewolves, and like yeah. they, it's completely like drama." Yeah, it's like really different from the movie, um, but it's got a big, a big following. So, all right. So, with all of these reboots, some of which may never make it to TV, many, none of which may make it to TV. What's one that you guys really want to see rebooted that you think either has something left in the tank, or you just greedily want to see it again? So you don't care if it's good; you just want to see it. Man. Oh, that's easy. I want to. I want Viper to come back. Oh my Viper. god, I want Viper. Oh, Wait, the wow. bootleg, the bootleg Night Rider. <laughs> no, the Dodge it was commercial. Viper, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. So you know, I think I have... it was like a team. It was like a car and like. It was like a Dodge Viper. It was a guy it was who a drove Viper, a Dodge dude. Viper. Oh, it was actually a Dodge Viper. Yeah, it was when the Dodge yeah. Viper first came out. NBC did basically a Night Rider knockoff. But the show was the car was a Viper, and the the cops all drove on a Charger. They everybody drove a Chrysler in that show. It was basically a Chrysler commercial. It was a Dodge commercial. Yeah, Dodge Viper. Well, Chrysler owns Dodge. Genius. Shut up. Anyway, I have I actually have the I think it was like DC did like a six issue or four issue miniseries of Viper. I have every issue of that. <laughs> you nerd. I have every issue. Yeah, that's pretty bad, man. Like, you don't want voting with your dollar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I liked the show at the time. I liked it. All right, so Tom's on board. Good. I, I'm not saying yeah. I'll watch it. I remember the Knight Rider reboot from several years ago. That was terrible. We got a little, little closet of XFL watcher here, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, mud. When are they going to make that reboot of that show, Hemi? (laughs) Come on. When when are they making the big block hour? (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. This is terrible. um, So, Chris, is there one you want to see come back? I, you know, it's it's not going to be like a like an action show or or these are all sort of like dramas. I want to see like a Family Ties like reboot. 
but like, how does that reboot of Family like, how Ties? Would that work? Wow, that that you know, actually like, could like a, be interesting, like especially kind if of like a sitcom, kind of a family drama. They all end with a good lesson, <laughs> you know. Like I think, I think, I think that's what America needs now. Just man, can anyone else tell that Chris is a new dad? No, dude. Like, but think about it. I actually would be interested to see what the 21st century MAGA era Alex P. Keaton would be like. Man, can anyone tell that Tom is a reason? <laughs> He's also a new dad. No, I just I want to see the splash. Like I want to see the, I want to see the thing fall down. That's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with I need more family programming. Like, how about we like watch the Disney Channel in my house. Oh, Charles, the, the, I think the they're staying away from oh that property, God. given the news about Scott Bayo that came out over the weekend. <laughs> Oh no! What happened with Scott? Oh, uh, Nicole Eggert, who was on Charles in Charge. Oh boy! Yeah, she says she says uh, she says Scott Bayo took some liberties with her when she was underage and working. But Scott Bayo, Tom, no, no, (laughs) he was on the stage and the MAGA and everything. Come on. Yep. So I'm pretty sure they're going to stay away from Charles in Charge for a while. (laughs) (laughs) But like Netflix brought back one day at a time. Um, the original creators brought that back, but it's with uh, an all Hispanic cast, and it's modern day, um, and that day is of- working. What so, show was that? One day at a time. It was a show that it basically went off the air around the time we were born, but it was in reruns a lot when we were kids. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, Valerie Bertinelli, and and that was what made her famous. Actually, not the Slim Fast commercials. Um. Anyway, uh, here we go. Chris is googling. I that's hear the keyboard. Me. Is that Rick? No, that's that's me. I'm 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 looking. I'm trying to find the clip where it's Valerie Burton Ernie. From, oh, uh, from Family Guy. From Family Guy, but yeah, I, I wasn't. Please fast don't. Enough. Yeah, please don't play that in your microphone. Yeah, it's gonna sound right, like fine. shit. It's like the hate typer, not me. I've got a sound like <laughs> the hate typer. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't, I don't want to admit that. Um, <laughs> so okay, uh, real quick, real right. quick, real Wait. quick. There is a show. I've been this is legit. I've been dying for it to come back. I don't think it ever will. But it was it was I think a one series show and it was not well received, but I adored it. This is going to go into the wayback machine, fellas. Does anyone remember the show Brimstone? That name is familiar. I thought it was a comic. It was a show about a cop who gets sent to hell after he dies. He makes a deal with the devil to come back to Earth, but the devil is basically like, you're going to be my do boy. So if I, you know, I got souls that need collecting and you're going to go collect them. So Spawn. And he had, so it's basically Spawn. Yeah, it's Spawn this meets spawn. Uh, Frank, or when the Punisher had <laughs> heaven guns. But this is, but it, it sort of predates the Punisher part, but definitely not the Spawn part. Um, <laughs> but... But it, I, I, I really liked it, but for obvious reasons. But also, like, I felt it was very ahead of its time because this came out in like, God, I want to say maybe even the '90s it debuted, and it didn't have a chance in hell. Oh I, no, back then because um, it probably was right before or right after X Files, like when they tried to do all these other shows that were similar. Yeah, yeah, like like Millennium and things yeah. like that. It, it, it's it was very reminiscent. If you watch, go back and watch it. It's it's similar, I feel, to um, uh, uh, um, Hellblazer more than okay. anything. Like, like I even think he wears yeah. a long brown trench coat. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that, that. What you just described definitely requires a trench coat and perhaps a cigarette <laughs> or cigars. 
Chris, I every I every type of work in a long time, but you're a son of a bitch, and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, like, every every <laughs> line of work has a uniform, and that one you definitely need a trench coat. Yeah, I mean, and Tom, like, you're not helping matters. You that's can a go to hell as well. In what you had literally just described, anytime somebody, first off, a cop goes to hell and makes some it. sort of deal with the devil, <laughs> yeah. I come back to earth. Hate hate the both of you so much. <laughs> I, There's I, definitely I want, cigars involved. I want. Only the worst things in life to happen to either of you. <laughs> I, uh... Well, I think that show actually would do well today because you've got like Grimm was a hit on NBC for several years, and and which is like a supernatural cop show. You've got Supernatural, no, which has Grimm? been on forever. Isn't that the show that's a ripoff of Fables? Yes. Well, yeah, but that's a comic book, and no one who watches TV well, reads no, no, comic actually, books. Um, it's the ripoff of the Fables imprint. Which was um, the werewolf one. The Fables ripoff is Once Upon a Time. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's where they're like, they're, it's the fairy tales in modern day, right? Yeah, yes. that's Once Upon a Time. And they live Grimm in is like, city. There are fairy tale characters, like evil things loose, and these cops have to go round them up. Grimm, the movie with Heath Ledger. And... No, that's the Brothers Grimm. It's the same <laughs> kind of Grimm. The sa- same spelling. It's named that for a reason. But this is a cop show on NBC that I think just ended last year. Wait, so isn't that the show? Isn't that the movie that Ryan Reynolds was in with? Was it Samuel L. Jackson? No, that was Jeff Bridges, and that was R.I.P.D. And those guys were dead cops; they were ghosts. This is hilarious. And that was a comic book. <laughs> that was a comic book. R.I.P.D. was a comic book. Yes, but the real question is: Was <clears throat> Were any of those successful? Um, Grim was the only one that was successful. Was there a trench coat involved? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Chris is creating a formula. I think, <laughs> He's I think Unicron. Okay. He is. He's unicroning. Like, uh. it's, it's early morning. I've gotten six straight hours of sleep. It's time wow. to start writing. Wow. Yeah, Unicron's going to hire you as his assistant, I think. Trench coat. Hell. So no one asked me, but I the show I want no to see cares. come back or be rebooted is is Quantum Leap. <laughs> oh, Quantum that Leap, would work man. Well. Quantum that Leap would work you. really well now if it was rebooted. It would work. It would be really cool if there was a sequel series, even if it was a limited run. I would totally watch that. Mm-hmm. And with like modern effects and stuff, I think I think that could be a very interesting. It's the kind of show that networks would want to do because every week. You only have two principal actors, and every week the rest of the cast changes. Do we want to see them? I don't know. I mean, I would like to see those characters again and have the story sort of wrapped up, but I could also very easily watch a rebooted version. That was a Bacula, right? Scott Bacula. Scott Bacula, yeah. He's still around? Yeah, he's still around. I don't know, I don't know man. I'm, I'm keeping up with TV lately. <laughs> He's on NCIS yeah. New Orleans now. Oh, he is. Yeah. Actually, there's a show I have kept up with, and it's one that you talk that you enjoy quite a bit. Ah, the toys that made us. Yes. You watched it. Ah, Chris with the segue. You are on fire today. I told you the man is just killing it. Wow. He's, he's he like morning. it's like he, he did his, you showed you did your homework even like. <laughs> Like you no, read, I've just you, been stalling long I, Chris, enough. Chris, I'm going to get misty eyed. I, I read the you read the email. <laughs> <laughs> you read just, my memo. 
Anyway, yes, I, the toys that made us on Netflix is amazing. I don't, I don't binge watch at all, man, but I've been to watch the fuck out of this show. <laughs> Rick, have Even you the seen Boston it yet? One. Rick, we just what? Oh, have you seen it? Oh no, I I nodded off when you guys started talking about it. Oh, I'm sorry. What is f this? F you. It's called the Toys That Made Us. It's a documentary oh, huh. series on Netflix. Um, oh. it was they. I guess it began with a Kickstarter and they promoted the hell out of it on social media for months before it came out. But the first four episodes just came out. The second four are coming out in the spring. Um, it hasn't been picked up for a second season yet. I hope it does. But it's it's a series of one hour documentaries about uh, toy lines from uh, the, the iconic toy lines, basically, and how they were created and what happened to them. So like the first episode is about Star Wars toys. There's one of about course it is. Barbie, um, He-Man, and G.I. Joe. The back half of the season is about... Um, Wait, how many episodes are there? There are eight. So this, there's these four. The other four are coming out in the spring. Those are about Lego, Star Trek toys. Um, Transformers. Transformers. And the fourth... Hello Kitty is the fourth one. Are, are there Hello Kitty toys, though? Dude, yeah. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. I thought it was just paraphernalia. No, I mean, well, that yes, but there were there have been toys periodically, and and yeah, it's been around a long time. But what's really cool about it is the stories behind the making of some of these iconic yeah. toys are almost better than playing with the toys themselves. Like, if, did you watch the Barbie episode? Like, I, I didn't did. think I was going to enjoy that at all. But the story about how they made that. And all of the intrigue and garbage that went on behind the scenes of making the, that the sort of crazy personalities. Yes, the like, and the... that could be a movie. Like that could definitely be a movie on its own about the making of of Barbie. Um, but it, it's it's fun. You get to reminisce a little bit. They interview the actual people who created these toys. Like yeah, and came up. Like the the best thing is, I because I, I actually played with them was the He Man toys mm -hmm. and how they literally sat there. And it was everything I suspected, just guys who were either drunk or high saying, huh, huh, huh. wouldn't it be awesome if we just made this character and just drew some dude with two heads and a hammer for a fist and a yeah. spear for another hand? And they're like, yeah, we'll call him two-headed Cyclops <laughs> with hammer fist and spear hand. This will fuck I do like out. the hammer fist part of that. Of course and you do. That's exactly like what Hammer was. hand. Um. Yeah, it's great. It was that part is hilarious, and listen to some of these guys giggle at like how much money that made from them just getting drunk and coming up with weird <laughs> names. <laughs> um, and then the story about how it eventually failed too. Yeah, like the sales to go from what tens of millions of dollars to, seven to like one hundreds year. of thousands or something. Yeah, right? it was. It went from like two hundred million to seven million in a year. Um, which is. <clears throat> But I, yeah, that's it actually it actually informed a memory of mine because He-Man came out in 1982. OK, so I was born in 82. I was too young for them then. But when I was like three or so, my parents bought me a bunch of them and I never had a He-Man figure. All I had was Prince Adam. And the story in the documentary is around that time, around 85, this, the line started to die because the stores had this glut of all these second and third tier characters on the shelves and they weren't ordering more of the core of yeah. He-Man and Skeletor and whatever. And so it was only people freak would, of the week. Was. Right. So people would go to the store and be like, I, who the hell is, you know, Lockjaw or whatever. I don't, we don't want that guy. Like we don't want, we want He-Man. And they would go to order more from the factory. 
And they'd be like, we need another assortment. And the factory would just send a box of Stinkor figures right. and no He-Mans. And so I ne- like I never had a He-Man. It was weird. Now I know why I never had a He-Man. My mom was like, yeah, it was always hard to find. And I'm like, how could that be? Like, it's his toy line. He should be right. easiest. But yeah, no, it was that was the why. Masters of the Universe toy line. Yeah, yeah. But it's really interesting. There's some cool stuff in there about, you know, the characters that made these toys are almost more interesting than the toys they made. Um, yeah, it's there takes a special breed of person to yeah. to definitely do that. Like the guy who even it's funny because there's like a little bit of a squabble over who actually conceptualized <laughs> he man. Yeah. And like <laughs> I'll go with the guy who didn't actually draw him or, or who the guy who came up with the model at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, this basically just a Conan ripoff. Yeah, like I'll go with him. But yeah, they're 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 actually I don't know if they're putting it on the camera or if that's just actually how they are, you know. And yeah, and, no, there is a debate about it. Like that guy Roger Sweet wrote a book that he created, He Man, and the artist is like really pissed off about it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. That that was yeah. awesome. They're fun. I actually have somewhere in boxes the Battle Damage He Man. Oh wow! Yes, and the Battle Cat somewhere. That's Which cool. that was funny because that <laughs> apparently just came that. from a <laughs> some some goofy like animal toy line that they just plopped on uh, a saddle on. Yeah, they needed another vehicle, and they had this tiger left over from another toy, and they're like, "Well, it's too big," and they're like, "Well, just put a saddle on the fucking thing and make them, and ride, make them ride it." Yeah. So, um, yeah. Did you see the? I don't know if you saw on the drawing board at one point there was a jujitsu. He-Man figure. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. To which, if you go look it up, it is the it is the yellow face of He-Man figure. Oh. <laughs> it oh, is. Yikes. First off, it's it's clearly a design for Jujutsu by by definition is a Japanese word, right? So the 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 He-Man figure they made for him is this sort of you know they all have the same body, right? Just different sort of like repainted armors and whatever it is. He is this sort of like stylized samurai armor, but the head of like clearly like a, like a 1980s Chinese movie sort of like, you know, a, the, with, with like a, a shaved head and a queue up top <laughs> and like a little Fu Manchu thing, which is by, by somebody who's Asian. If it doesn't have a Fu Manchu, Chris, how will you know it's Asian? Exactly. The excessively slanty eyes. No, it's just, it's he might just literally be tired. just like two without slits. the Fu Manchu. No, no, come on, come on. But so you could be um, blind. Fu I Manchu. That was cool. Like my quest now, I'm going to hunt down that jujitsu figure, and hopefully <laughs> by Christmas I will have a jujitsu He-Man for Connor. Oh God! <laughs> Your kid so is a racist doll. Yeah, yeah, let me introduce you to racism. You're going to get me to get used to this in a hurry. <laughs> exactly. But only half racism, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. All right, so this all begs the question, whether, what, was, what were the, and, and Chris, you mentioned it, but what, what were like the big toy lines for you as a kid, like you guys? What, was your, what uh, were your favorite toys as kids? G.I. Joe. I'm surprised yeah. there's not Ninja Turtles that they're going to do. They said if they got greenlit for season two, Ninja Turtles would definitely be part of it. Yeah, I was I was a G.I. Joe kid. I had, well, actually, it wasn't just G.I. Joe's. Like, I had a lot of the big play sets because uh, I, oh, I, I was so just lucky awesome. to have, yeah, like the big rocket launchers and shit like that. 
but for me, it, I was um, more than anything of all the toys I had. The one toys that I hoarded more than anything, honestly, were uh, Battle Beasts. I oh, wow. loved beasts? collecting Battle Beasts. Yeah, that is. I remember those. They were basically little mini figs that didn't really do much of anything, but they had little uh, um, like heat sensitive stickers on their chest plates. Gosh. And if you pressed them, you would reveal if they were like from the water tribe, the wood tribe or the fire tribe. And the, their numbers were legion, but they had the greatest like commercial that I even remember to this day. And it was it was wood, water, wood beats water, battle beasts. And that was the whole goddamn commercial. <laughs> and for whatever that's reason, it's like the original Pokemon. God, I guess in a way, I mean, in a manner of speaking. Yeah. But like there was like you had to get the three lions were the kings of each of the uh so like there was a, a lion for fire, a lion for water, a lion for oh, wood, so. and and then you know there were like elephants, and they, you can look them up. They actually had a short-lived comic book run from I think like IDW in the uh, in the mid two thousands back then, and and I they, that was my toy line. I don't know what happened. To all those guys that probably went the same place my garbage pail kids went, but man, Battle Beast was just the Why best. Has this not been rebooted? Battle Beasts? Yeah. Oh, you found them? Yeah, yeah man, I'm looking I don't at know. them. Oh my god. I remember these. What the hell? So, Rick, you would actually find the G.I. Joe episode interesting, especially when they explain how they lost money on the figures. The only thing they made money on was the vehicles and the playsets. Well, so specifically just me and my family. God, well, oh, that was the thing. It was like the, the, the figures were like the loss leader. We'd get you hooked, and then you'd watch the cartoon and see all the new toys yeah, new vehicles to store it in and, and shit. be like oh i want to get that i will tell you and they mentioned this in the episode that it's like one of the greatest toys ever my my brother-in-law still has his uss flag aircraft carrier what oh <clears throat> that's cool it doesn't have all the pieces but it is it is sitting in my in-laws garage well that's like how Oops. i have my my trypticon mm. on display in my house yeah. i mean he's missing most of his pieces but he's still very much trypticon and when people see it they freak the fuck out. <laughs> what is it called? Trypticon. Trypticon. The gigantic De uh, Decepticon Tyrannosaurus base that you could get um, that, that I have. That is, even in the condition it's in, which is not good, it probably still goes for like 80 to 120 bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. See, I wasn't a Transformers guy. So. Yeah, I wasn't either as a kid. Um, I had one I don't Transformer, know. I, I think. I don't even know if I was a Transformers guy. I was always a dinosaurs kind of guy, though. Yeah, so I think my okay. I think my folks bought it for me because it was a big goddamn robot Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> yeah, for me it was it was the Superpowers collection. I still have all of my Superpowers, which I had most of them. And Did then, you really? Yeah, um, I saved them for you know for Nick because he's starting to get into superheroes now too. So, um, Dude, I, I hope I you don't like, mind. Getting messed up well right? a lot of them a lot of them are beat up because i played with them a lot there are some that are yeah really play with your shit. toys kids that's important that's that's the lesson play with your goddamn toys <clears throat> i played with them so you know some yeah. of my superman is pretty beat up and stuff but like it's there you still have the ring? still have the what the ring the superpowers ring is that it's got a little magnet ring oh no that wasn't that was when toy biz made dc superheroes later i have that figure too but superpowers were before that Made by Kenner. They didn't. He didn't have a ring. He squeezed his legs and he punched. Really? What? 
God. Kung Fu Rip. Um, yeah, no, the Superpowers line came before the DC, uh, the bit Toy Biz DC Heroes line in the 90s. Um, but they used a lot of the same molds. Um, anyway, um, and then the Star Trek figures from Playmates later on, I had I collected tons of those. My garage. Collected or yeah. have? They're, they're in my garage. I need to get rid of them. <laughs> they are taking up half my garage. <clears throat> Chris, what was it for you? G.I. Joe or He-Man? Um, I was a... Actually, both. And like I said, also... um. When when the time came, Ninja Turtles Ninja was Turtles. Yeah. huge. It was real, real big. Yeah, that was my brother. Oh my god, still has all his Ninja Jitsu Turtles. is so expensive. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> the racist figures are always the most expensive ones, yeah. dude. That's why you can't find a copy of Song of the South anywhere. Either. I was gonna right. mention Song of the South. God damn it, Tom. Oh, they made a Jitsu that was like stylized for the for the He Man remake. In the uh, early 2000s, that looks it's five hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. Well, that. the the man of the Masters Universe Legends figures start at like ninety bucks, like brand oh, new. Scratch that. Yeah, the new ones, the Legends figures are the newer ones that Mattel keeps making now that are ba- like look like old ones, but they're not. Those right. Are, those are they're made for collectors and they're expensive. Have you um have you guys seen? Do you guys remember rather the the He Man in space? Yes, I had the He-Man no. and the Skeletor from that cartoon. Oh, jeez. That yeah. show was terrible. Although if you watch the old, cart- the old He-Man cartoon, it's pretty bad, too. I think I've got my Muscle Men somewhere in a box. Did, oh, you, did you guys ever I remember mus- like things? the acronym Muscle, M-U-S-C-L-E. Was it? I was a mask like guy. Like the little, like the I little the pink. Masks, I had a lot of mask stuff. The little pink. You're talking about the little pink figures right yeah multi-color well, I, I, yeah, I, I came all different colors but yeah yeah i remember those, were those. Fun. um wait, mask was the what they were like truckers right well they had well a bunch they, of different, they would, everything they would transform into something else yeah the vehicles turned into something else that was going to be you know a movie we talked about last week that's right that's right yeah Ma- wasn't mask was it we were talking about mask is an offshoot of shield right or or like there's a comic there's somehow is it or is GI Joe? They're trying to tie GI Joe and Mask together. They they weren't initially like that, but um, they're both Hasbro toys. Man, I want to say GI Joe is an offshoot of like Shield. No idea. <laughs> yeah, no, no idea. No idea. We're down the rabbit hole now. Yeah. yeah this, let's pull it this back and wind this up here. A bit too much, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's wind this up. We'll start with the questions. Rick, what's pissing you off this week? Uh, well, Tom, I'll tell you, this is going to be kind of hard to explain without really stepping on a lot of toes, but it's something that's just been bothering the hell out of me. And I, I got to get it off my chest. Um, I know this is going to sound very Rick, the character like, but it's, it's truly something that's bothering me as a person. Um, I am really tired of seeing a lot of my ideas and a lot of my like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if thoughts get used by other people without any credit coming to me. People who know I came up with that idea and are just ignoring the fact that I did. Um, I I found out a buddy of mine is doing very well with his um, podcast uh, group that he created and is the linchpin of. Um, And I was really excited for him. And then um, I asked him about it, you know, how's that going? And he was, you know, he told me all about it. 
And I'm like, well, I'm glad that worked out for you. You know, that's always something I, I tried to do with all my stuff. And I never quite had all the pieces fall into place. And his response was basically like, oh, you never mentioned that. And it, it, it just it it made me really annoyed for a couple of reasons. And like I said, like, I'm, I'm really like boohooing and, and sounding very, oh, you know, how how woe is Rick. But I just I don't expect the world to give me any amount of credit if I can't validate things. I get that. But like the Nostradamus stuff, I've been right about so much. What makes you think I wouldn't be right about like predicting what was going to happen in other avenues, too? It, I don't know. I, I, I know this is probably not sounding very coherent, but well, it's just. Well, had you mentioned it? Like he said, you had to, to, the, to him. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. He okay. knew all about it. And but maybe he, just, he legitimately he, forgot. Yeah. You know, that's a possibility. It is possible. It is possible. And it's not like having a network of podcasts is a new idea. No, no. It, it was when I thought about uh, it. I mean, Nerdist was around long before we were. Sure. <laughs> just saying. There were just some things that every well, now I'm and sure then. I'm sure it's that's not the only example. No, 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 no. That was just sort of the thing. That was, I mean, there's been a few things in the last couple of weeks that you know about that I'm not going to mention. Um, that have just sort of, I've sort of been like, yeah, well, you know, that, that's what happens. But for, for whatever reason this week, that whole scenario just got under my skin and it's kind of, it's kind of impossible to explain. And especially when you have no way to, you know, to validate your claim on anything, you just, you hope that your friends are paying attention to you. And maybe that's what's really like bugging me is that. I feel like I'm sort of being forgotten by certain people, even though it shouldn't matter because the people who care about me would never forget about me or never ignore any of my accomplishments or whatever. They may be. No matter how hard we try or can't, no matter how hard I force it. That's true. <laughs> and Tom, you could go right to hell, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> or maybe they're listening a little bit too closely, Rick. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that's just been bugging me this week. And again, I know, I know it's like I'm I'm talking in code and I'm not naming names and it's very much not like me. But it's because I can't be certain that I'm actually faulting the right people for the right things. And I don't want to sound like too much of an asshole if I'm not right here. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I know it's it's something. Tom, we're going to close this show with You're So Vain. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah, no. See, this is what I expect. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you did preface it with that. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, pre I prefaced it with please don't do this, but you did it oh, anyway. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Somehow I won't, you know, slip my wrist. <laughs> I don't remember you saying please don't do this, but. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't say the words. I was just hoping I wouldn't have to, but evidently. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, and that's the whole point of this, like. You think too much of people, I think is what you're getting at. <laughs> I think too much of myself. I think too much of my friends. Yes. I think too much of the people yes. I do a podcast. You have to realize with, you just consider have to realize that the world is the world is the world is shit, basically. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Hey Chris. Mm. What's pissing you off? Uh, it's not quite pissing me off, but it is it's 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 damn frustrating. Um life and responsibility 
Oh no shit! This <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 not pissing me off. It's just it's a little angering, you know. You know, I'm trying to navigate my way around it. So this is probably more of like a learning thing. But I'm still getting over that my life does not matter anymore, and that mm. my energy to be redirected towards the most demanding of all people, myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my needs. And, and and call it what you want. My my I consider my needs in terms of um, what I just want to do are not getting met because I have to divert attention and energy to keeping this little creature alive. Um, <laughs> it's, it's frustrating, you know. Like, and it's 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 a little frustrating, um, which is why I actually have to run in just a minute because I have to go do jujitsu um, because I've I've been allowed another day to do it because I've missed multiple practices already. Um, due to just family constraints, work constraints, that sort of thing. So it's just it's it's frustrating. It's a, it's annoying to say that it's pissing me off is is a bit much. But it's just. <sighs> but isn't it though? I mean, isn't this the 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 center piece of what's pissing you off? It's not necessarily that it's anything you can do anything about. I mean, you're raising a child that's going to change your uh, your everything. So I, I actually understand that that would piss you off. I, I, I know you're not actually mad about it is what I think you're trying to say. And correct me if I'm wrong, of course. But I think that is, you know, that's something that's like, damn it, I, I have to go do these things. And yeah. that is frustrating. Yes, it's frustrating. But, you know, nah. it's probably worth it in the end. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I hope it is. I mean, you know, yes, 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 it is. So, <laughs> you gotta rethink that. Is it, yeah. <laughs> Tom? Yes. What's pissing you this week? Oh, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that, take two. Wow. <laughs> like, what's pissing you off this week? <laughs> well, uh, anti science people. Anti-science people, and specifically anti-vaccine people. I'm tired of seeing uh, yes. all of your bullshit oh on Facebook. Yes, I got the flu shot. Yes, my son has all his shots. And if your kid doesn't, I don't want him to be around your kid because I don't want him to get polio. There's a reason why polio is all but gone, and it's because of vaccines. Yes. we vaccinate. You know these people? I know one or two. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and I don't want to hear the screams about, oh, it's Big Pharma. They just want to keep you getting money. Ah." They want to keep you alive. Yeah, I mean, in some cases, yes. Not everyone is as evil as one thinks, and not everyone is as good as one thinks. But there's more money to be made if there are more people alive long enough to take medication than if everyone is eradicated by fucking measles. Okay? <laughs> like if every if every kid got the mumps and died, then you know, then we don't have anybody to buy increase in profits. Right, and we don't have anybody to you know buy cancer drugs when they're in their seventies. The the what is it the 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 infant uh, uh, casket companies would shoot through right, the roof right for a little while. <laughs> So I, I'm just, I'm tired. And don't talk to me about, there's research that says the vaccines cause autism. No, there isn't. There's anecdotal evidence. There's research evidence. that says it doesn't, actually. Yeah, there's anecdotal evidence that you, somebody right. you know, got a vaccine and then turned out to be autistic. 
What did you? Well, what is it you said earlier, Chris? Correlation, correlation is, not, is causation. not causation. Thank you. That's I. Yes, that is uh, statistics. Ladies yeah, and that's so. And, and then the whole reason there's been an uptick in autism has nothing to do with vaccinations. It has to do with us knowing more about autism and being able to diagnose right. how yeah, big the spectrum the day, actually just, is. Yeah, you just yes. chalked it up to that kid being a weird being an kid. Idiot. Yeah. yeah, right. And no, yeah. he's on the spectrum. Like, we just know more about it. Anyway, that's what's pissing me off this week. Chris, you got to go. So what did you learn? I learned um, that I operate far better on more sleep. Oh, shocker. That's better on the show when I have an appropriate amount of sleep and caffeine. Um, to try to do a podcast later in the evening, harder to do. Much, much harder to do. So I'm going to try to... Let you guys know that I will definitely be here in mornings. So, yeah. That's okay. I'll t- I can live with that. Rick, what did you learn? I learned that um, on the heels of crushing sadness, <laughs> I can have one of the best weeks of my life. Oh, nice. So there's, there's a sort of uh, like Sussman math that goes to positive things happening around me okay. that if too much positive happens... I have to endure a horrible negative, um, similar to Bundy luck for those of us who watched uh, Married with Children as kids. <laughs> That's a really dark outlook on the world, but okay. It happens to be entirely too much, Tom. Entirely too much. So as we all know, this time last week, I was mourning the subsequent defeat of the Vikings and how they looked absolutely abysmal uh, against the Nick Foll-led Philadelphia Eagles of Philadelphia. And it was sad. Now, I was also uh, kind of despondent because I felt that on uh, the, the Friday of that, my belt testing for jujitsu had not gone well. And I was uh, disappointed in myself because I, I was very, uh, very much sure in my head that I had screwed <laughs> quite much screwed the pooch. As it turns out, I did not screw any pooches, which is. Kind of creepy to say out loud, but it's true. <laughs> I, I was promoted. I am officially a green belt in the world of the Brazilian jiu-jitsus, which is awesome. Um, and I'm very proud of that fact. And I, I had my, my buddies, one of my buddies flew in. He's a, a pro wrestler who's on the road a lot. He made sure to be there when they promoted me. I was not aware I was getting promoted until it happened. In fact, I thought I was being passed over altogether because they handed out all the stripes and I didn't get any stripes. And I'm like, well, damn, better luck next time. I got to train real hard. And they promoted me and that was great. Um, I finished a really difficult um, solo mission in Hearthstone uh, on Friday called uh, the uh, the Cobalt and uh, Catacombs Dungeon Run that a lot of my Hearthstone nerd friends were very impressed with and very happy for me. I finally finished it. Few people have, well, a smaller amount of people have than haven't. Um, and yesterday, just yesterday, I was at, uh, the full sail university for a fireside gathering for a official, uh, hearthstone tournament. That was a qualifier to another tournament. I went there. I met up with a buddy of mine who I know through the game. I signed up for the tournament last minute just to sort of goof off. And I almost took down the whole goddamn thing. Crushed everybody went all the way to the finals. Um, it was a, a two-loss elimination. The guy who I played in the finals beat me. I went back into the, the loser's bracket, crushed more people, 
bounced back up and took the guy to to a third of three games before he finally pulled it out. So I did come in second, but that's a hell of a week. It's a pretty big week. Yeah, very happy. Considering Tom. considering the bad thing was you're just your football team losing, I think you ended up. It wasn't just the... that they lost, Tom. <laughs> they could have held the game at home. They could have been in a Super Bowl for the first time in my lifetime. If they won the goddamn Super Bowl, they would have won it. You ended your you ended your week in the win column here heavily. I think it's a very sad day, Tom. <laughs> Fine, okay. Tom. Yes. What did you learn? Oh boy. So many things, really, but most importantly, that man, I, I can get a really good nap in if I just ask you about Hearthstone. If I do that, then you can just you take over the show, and I can I can get a nap in. I can do some laundry, have a sandwich, um, and come back. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I learned. Oh. It's good. It's good, Tom. Yeah, isn't it great? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't it great? So thanks for that. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. I needed the extra yeah. Z's. Yeah. Yep. All right. So if anybody wants to uh, <laughs> get a hold of us, you feel good about yourself. I feel, you feel good about yourself for that feel time. Fan- feel fantastic. You you proud proud Mary? Yep, I am. I feel like I feel like Chris after six hours of sleep. That's how I feel. Uh huh. So, Rick, if people want to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Uh, well, they can't. The show's over. I'm never talking again. <laughs> you was. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you, sir? I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not ma- meaning to, to bemoan or belittle your achievement. I just don't care. That's all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm happy for you in that you did uh-huh, well at something uh-huh. you care about. But I like Hearthstone is like, uh, okay. Like, I just can't, it's, it, I just don't understand how it's fun, but that's me. That's all. But because it's just you, you have to make sure to belittle it. I didn't belittle I it. I, I'm happy you for you. You literally just said that if you need, you need a nap, you can just ask I'm me I'm just about saying it because... you tend to drone on and on about Hearthstone. That's all. <laughs> like when someone asks me about Star Trek. But I've never told you. Yeah, well, you know, when you talk about Star Trek, I tend to kick my feet up and, you know, read a comic book or oh, you count, make you make jokes, count popcorns in the oh, ceiling. Oh, I'm sorry, I just like not, I just nodded off there while you guys were talking about toys that made us. I didn't. You just I didn't did say it. That. You just did it 30 minutes ago. Yes, you did. No, no, I didn't say anything about falling asleep. Yes, you did. Nope. You said you nodded off. I can play it back. No, I, I said I drifted off. There's a difference. Oh, pardon me, sir. I would never, I would never sleep on the job, Tom. I, I am a man of principle. You can find out about that by tweeting me <laughs> at those two jerks. Make sure you spell out TWO. I'm generally around. I try and respond as quickly as possible when I'm not playing Hearthstone yeah. or uh, questioning my life decisions, like being on this show. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is something that will make you question. Yeah. <laughs> and also, oh, no, you're, you're, yeah, you're goddamn right. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash those two jerks. Make sure to click the likey like button. And uh, it's right next to the regular like button. And uh, you can email us, those two jerks that, at gmail.com. I didn't say it was. That's why I glossed over it. Thanks for pointing it out. 
Not not trying to be funny. I'm just making a uh, joke here. Skip skip right past it. That's we're just gonna move on. <laughs> They're not all winners. That should be our squad, by the way. We should bring that back. What? They're not all winners? No, the not all winners squad. <laughs> yeah, that's a good squad. <laughs> you can email us. Well, Those you know, you know about all winners squad, right? No, I don't. Yeah, it's an old really old comic. Oh, okay. Um, you yes. can leave us a voicemail if you want. 321-76-JERKS. So, for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the Vutastic Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander. And really, until we get an episode of The Toys That Made Us that is about visionaries, <laughs> we will remain those two jerks. I, I, want one about Sil- I want one about Silverhawks. Silverhawks need to have a toy line episode. I, yeah. Dude, I would so watch that. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time.